evening everyone. Uh, to give a title to this talk tonight, it's um, A Thousand Mistakes, Ten Thousand Mistakes, which is a line from um, a koan called Hyakujo's Fox, which is part of our koan collection, which I'll come back to a bit a little, a little later. But in, on reflecting on mistakes, um, I, I've realised with our last session being an example of it, that um, over the years I've given um, a number of Dharma talks which have um, uh, re revolved around birds and, um, and the mistakes I've made in identifying birds. And the first one goes back to many years ago before I think many of you were here. But I, I gave a talk once about um, this bird that lived outside of our place in North Sydney. And I think I referred to it by an, another name. And then Mari, who was in our group at the time, very politely came up to me after the talk and said, actually, Jeff, that was a cuckoo. <laughs> okay, so that was my first mistake. And then years later, I gave a talk about, I'm not sure which one it is now, but I referred to lorikeets as rosellas or rosellas as lorikeets. And Althea kindly corrected me that uh, whichever one it was, uh, I had it wrong. And then um, a couple of years ago, there was another one whether I, I referred to a bird as an owl. Now, this, this, is a, this is a more understandable mistake, but it's actually a, a tawny um, frog mouth, which is not actually an owl, but a nightjar. I got that wrong as well. And then in this late, latest session, um, I referred to this bird that came to the window during Daisan um, as... Um, Zen Master Willy Wagtail. It actually turned out, as uh, Tess politely reminded me again, but he's a blue wren. Um, <laughs> there was another occasion where I gave a talk about um, uh, a bird that came down and pecked me on the cheek, you know, made my cheek bleed near where we live. But I got that one right, it was a butcher bird. Mm -hmm. That's uh, one out of five. Mm -hmm. They're not, they're not major mistakes, but they're mistakes. Um, if we go back to the story of Yakujo's fox, I'll do a brief version of it. But it's, it's a priest who uh, is the abbot of a Zen temple, and uh, a monk asks him a question, a Zen question, and he gives the wrong answer. And as a result of giving the wrong answer, he's born 500 lifetimes as a fox. Um, and um, years later, after 500 years, he returns to the temple and asks the current abbot the same question. And the current abbot gives the correct answer and he's released from the body of a fox and becomes a man again. And uh, one of the comments about the koan is that he realised that his 500 lives as a fox were lives of bliss. The good koan. But let's move from the metaphor about monks and foxes and so on and try to draw the analogies in everyday life. So we're in a job and we're going, going along okay in the job and um, we make a mistake, a major mistake, and we get sacked. So we're unemployed for two years. Yeah. and then 
we learn from the mistake and then someone employs us again and we get going again. So what's it like to be employed? What is it like to be unemployed? Or another example, we're going on in our life and we make some um, major error of judgment and break the law. You know, say we were successful businessmen, say, you know, and then we're, we're imprisoned for five years. Mm-hmm. And then we're released after five years and we get on with our life again. Or you're in a marriage and you make an error of judgment in marriage and your husband divorces you. Mm-hmm. And then you grow from that experience from being, um, you've matured through that experience and years later you meet up with your ex-husband and you get together again and it works okay. Mm-hmm. What was it like being married? What was it like being alone and single? You know, being a prisoner, being successful. Um, these are relevant issues to our contemporary life we live in because we increasingly live in a culture where everyone is expected to be a winner and not a loser and successful and not a failure. So it's like the fear of making mistakes and the consequences are amplified more and more and more. Um, but how do we bring our Zen training to all of that? How do we bring a, a Zen perspective to that? Well, if you go into the koan, you'll get a, a different perspective on it. But in general terms, um, the monk realising that 500 lifetimes as a fox for lives of bliss is kind of the key to this koan and it's the key to understanding how we can live a fulfilling life because if we don't divide life so much into success, failure, winning, losing, you know, um, um, getting it right, not making mistakes, then there's a freedom we find in that because to live a life fearful of mistakes and the consequences that flow from them is to live a life of fear and it's to live a, a life where we're blind to the fact that we are alive. Right? Even if we're alone and separated, we're alive. Or even if we're a prisoner, we're alive. Mm-hmm. Even if we've made a mistake, we're alive. And if we can embrace it fully, if we completely give ourselves over to that experience, um, then we're here in the moment again, you know, living living that experience rather than thinking that it's a waste of time until we get back on the winner's circle again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very different way of looking at life and, and, and experiencing life. But truly, if you, if you don't see life in that dualistic way and, and you embrace the circumstances of your life completely, then you still live a full life. You're still living this moment in a full life. And, and part of the, the process of, of Zen training is, is recognising that it's human to make mistakes and, and what arises out of it is the, the willingness to acknowledge mistakes when we make them. Um, it, some people can't 
find it very difficult to acknowledge a mistake. And if you can't acknowledge a mistake, you don't have a way of processing it and becoming one with it, let alone learning anything from it. But just in state, in sense of a state of peace, if you made a mistake and you, and you can't admit it to yourself or others, then you're divided. And it's hard to actually be authentic and move on from it. Um, I noticed doing relationship work, um, and I inquire about it because I'm curious about it, is, is trying to understand in a relationship whether people can apologise to one another or not, you know, as well as whether they can forgive. And you ask those questions and the, and the feedback you actually get is, um, one person always apologises and the other one never never apologises. So like once one person says, I've never actually heard them apologise ever. Could that be because they never make mistakes? <laughs> mm-hmm. huh. Or they just have a difficulty apologising. What's so hard about it? Mm-hmm. But as human beings, some, be- some people find it really difficult to do it. And then we're not at one with ourselves. Dogen, who was the Japanese founder of Zen, um, was uh, remembered for one of his statements, I think, when he was close to dying, where he, he's a great Zen teacher, and he said, my life has been one continuous mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, many ways we could see that. But it's a total, em- a total embrace of this human experience. And... Um, If we can, if we can be the mistake, if we can be the consequences of the mistake, we'll actually have a more peaceful life.